The holidays are just around the corner, and it's time to be thinking about getting those perfect gifts for family, friends, or maybe even for yourself. We have the perfect opportunity for you to take care of that shopping list and support ACB Media at the same time. It's the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Join us on Sunday, November 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Zoom or on ACB Media. You can bid on great, unique items like handmade crafts, collectibles, technology, and food including those wonderful baked goods and a whole lot more. If you want to get a jump start on things, the Sneak-A-Peak Appetizer Auction is also back this year on November 25th and 26th. Watch your email for more details or contact Leslie Spoon. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. We'll see you Sunday, November the 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Happy bidding! The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All righty then. Welcome, everybody, to another Hall Presents call. I am Teresa Christian, a sight loss instructor for the Hall Foundation. And our topic today is to the store and back tips and tricks to shopping in person. Our presenter is Hayala Spinell. She's also a sight loss instructor with the Whole Foundation. Uh, Deb Cook-Lewis is our streamer, and Tori is our uh, awesome Zoom host. So, take it away, Hayal. Wonderful. Hi, everybody. Uh, happy Wednesday for all of you. Uh I will apologize ahead of time. I am sitting um, what seemingly is steps away from a tram um, stop. So you guys will occasionally hear little tram noises in the background. So <clears throat> anyways, I'm so glad that you guys made the time today to um, to come on into the Zoom room. I know there's so many other things going on around ACB this week, and I'm, I'm happy that you guys are here. Um, I will add a little bit of a disclaimer to the uh, before I start, and that's the these tips and tricks are merely suggestions and or recommendations. So um, take these as you may. You may have your own ideas. Uh, feel free to share them when when the time comes around for it, because uh, I will give you guys the opportunity to discuss and um, or ask questions or offer up your own suggestions. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, we all do things differently according to where we live and our personal circumstances and abilities, uh, skills and talents and all those things. So um, with that in mind, so... Before we get to the store, so this 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 is going to be like Miss Teresa said about talk, um, talking about getting to the store and shopping in person. That's something that a lot of us don't do quite as much anymore as we used to. Um, even before the pandemic, um, I I started using services several years before the pandemic. So. Um, and uh, these are just reminders and suggestions, like I said. Anyways, before we get to the store, plan on what you're going to purchase. Um, some of us use 
list. Some of us just keep it in our heads. Some of us use um, list-based apps on our phones. That's what I use these days, um, mainly because um, I live with a partner and we have someone else doing the shopping for us. So it's just easier to know what, what's on the list. And so everybody's on the same page. Um, another thing that I recommend for your shopping list is if you, these days it is a lot easier to take pictures with our, um, with our smartphones. Um, take a picture of your favorite item. Um, if, if that's at all possible for you, if not, then there are other things you can do, but definitely, definitely, if you can take pictures. People love visual assistance um, at the store. Um, call ahead. Um, it's, it's not required, but some people I know have done this. Um, call ahead and see when the least busiest times are of the day um, and see if there's any assistance necessary. You don't have to go into detail saying, oh, well, I, um, I, I'm blind and all these things. All you have to really say is I need shopping assistance and I would like somebody to assist me uh, and then see if somebody's available. Um, they usually are, but these days it's hit or miss because of you know, staffing issues all over the world, essentially. Um, also, if you cannot take pictures, <clears throat> going back to that first point, going back to um, the, taking pictures is not possible for you. Go ahead and see if you can bring a backpack with you or something that contains a couple of those uh, things that you like. So, for instance, if you have a very specific shampoo that you prefer, uh, take a, a sh the shampoo bottle when it's empty um, or take um, that. The, the box of the toothpaste or um, a miniature version of the toothpaste tube that you prefer or um, just different things like that. I actually didn't learn this from other blind individuals. I learned this from my mother's. Uh, she used to be a certified nursing aide and some of her patients actually did this, her elderly patients saved a couple of their favorite things. So when she goes to the store, um, they can just hand it to her and she put it in her purse. And when she got to their favorite, you know, um, when she got to the shampoo aisle, she was able to find their favorite item with ease because all she had to do was just compare the two bottles um, and make sure that the language is correct. And, you know, because some things are, you need to be a little bit more specific. You just don't like the brand. It can be for... Um, other things. So, so at the store, does anybody have any questions really, really quickly about before getting to the store prep? We have no hands right now. No hands. Perfect. Awesome. Um, we'll move along then. Um, at the store before shopping begins. Um, it is usually recommended to approach customer service, the customer service desk. Um, it's usually either to the right or the left of the counter, of the entrance rather. Some stores have it a little bit differently, but um, 
It's usually a little bit of a walk for in some stores, um, like say Walmart and and um, Target. I notice that it's pretty predictable. It's typically on the right side um, of the entrance. You just have to know exactly where it is. Sometimes it's directly on the right side. Sometimes you have to go around a corner. And they're there. If you can't easily locate the uh, customer service desk or the store does not have one, um, approaching a cash register is is secondary. Um, if you have to hunt down for an employee or, or somebody to even ask where customer service is or if you can get shopping assistance, it is strongly, strongly recommended that you... Ask the person before asking them for help if they're an employee. Um, I've been in situations where people are very good Samaritans and have very good intentions, but I don't want a stranger who does not work there assisting me if I can help it. Um, I've had a couple of incidents where I had to do some midnight shopping and um, fellow shoppers have helped me pick up a couple of things, but that's usually not ideal. And that's on me for going shopping at midnight to begin with. So, um, so yes, make sure that the, you are speaking to an employee. If not, make sure that they guide you to an employee uh, and then ask for assistance there. Um, make sure to ask for somebody who at least can read English. Um, I'm being very careful with the suggestion because uh, these days we meet a lot of people from all over the world. Um, and just because they have an accent doesn't mean that they can't read. So um, can mostly speak your primary language and can read. That's the two things that you're looking for. And if you're looking for any other specific things like gender, go ahead and specify that. I'm, you know, you don't always want a, a male, if you're a female shopper, you don't always want a male assistant helping you. Um, or, you know, with, with specific types of shopping. Um, so just when you ask for assistance, be as specific as you can. And, but also be, um, understand what you're willing to be flexible on. Because like I said before, staffing issues everywhere. Decline if somebody wants to just leave you in a waiting area or the cafe and do the shopping for you. Um, I learned this very, very young. I've been shopping independently since my early teens and I have gotten so many offers from people to help to just do the shopping for me. And it happened once and uh, it's never going to happen again. Um, they don't know what you really want, what you prefer uh, that are, you know, and back then it was the days before cell phones. So they couldn't actually text me or call me and say, Hey, so we don't have this, uh, but we have this. And, but they ended up getting whatever I thought they thought I wanted. And um, I ended up spending somebody else's money that, um, cause it was an assignment. It was a shopping assignment. Uh, and uh, quite a bit of trouble for that. So you got your shopping assistant, you got your list, you got your prep, you've done all the prep, 
Um, any any questions up until now? Any raised hands, Tori? No. No? Okay, perfect. Um, so you're at the store, you got your list, you got your assistant. Um, if you're using a shopping buggy or cart or whatever you call that, I call it a buggy, um, make sure that they are where you can see them and, or, and hear them. Um, some blind people prefer that the, the assistant pull the buggy and the blind person pushes. Other blind individuals or visually impaired individuals prefer that um, sighted guide be done while the assistant pushes the buggy. There are different methods. There's no real wrong method, uh, honestly, so long as it's safe and you can hear them communicate with you. Um, pay attention to your surroundings. It is easy to just let the person um, walk you around the store. But if you know that you're not ready for produce yet, um, it'll, it'll, just being aware uh, will, will let you know where you are in the store. Um, one way to kind of keep people accountable to where you are in the store and they're not just taking you willy-nilly is to organize your list appropriately. So if you have fruit and veg, but you don't want to go right away, uh, or even for things like ice cream and, and cold things, you want to do those last. So you put those things at the bottom of your list. Um, and so when, if they're trying to take you to the produce section right at the beginning, yes, it's usually right there, but that's not where you want to go. And you have the right to say, no, please follow the list. Another thing to keep them accountable is to have them read off the, the aisles um, as you walk. Um, that way, if you remember something that's not on the list, um, you can say, hey, let's pop in here and let me see something. Another um, reason to do this is um, so um, you can, if it's a store that you will regularly go to, you'll start learning exactly what is where, especially grocery stores. Grocery stores don't really change too much. It's department stores where one day you'll show up and everything's just reversed, right? But grocery stores are generally pretty um, um, consistent in their layout. They rarely, rarely change. Um, so, so, Say you, the first item on your list is a box of uh, cornflakes. And so you get to that aisle and they say, well, we have uh, the frosted flakes. We have these, we have those. And you're like, no, I just want, just want regular plain old. And so what you can do, and you say, you know, you ask you have to ask very specific questions. Um, we all don't have a limitless budget, right? So most of us don't, I think. So you ask important questions like, how much is it? 
Are there any salads going on? Because sometimes you can get a twofer if you want a twofer. Um, or just, you know, get two for the price of, you know, one and a half or something. I've been seeing those lately too. Um, or get, you know, $5 off or something. So say, so are there any sales going on with this item? Or um, obviously the price and the size. Do you want the 10 ounce box or do you want the family 16 ounce box? Um, so being aware is, is really important for these things. And then making sure that you feel the box. Um, I know cereal boxes are kind of hard to tell apart, but making sure that you actually feel the size of the box, for instance, is really important. If you ask for a 16 ounce box, um, and you know what a 16 ounce box looks like because you have one in your pantry right now, uh, then feeling a 10 ounce box is definitely, it's, it's going to be different. So feel everything before you put it in the buggy. This is what I recommend strongly. Put it in the buggy yourself. Um, So if you're less specific about what you like, please be aware of, you know, ask them as many questions as possible, like brands and, you know, if you have allergies, if they have, you know, different things, you know, if it's, is it a keto soup or is it a gluten-free soup or is it a this or that, right? So um, be as specific as you can. Um, so when shopping for fruits and vegetables, um, it is possible for a blind person to know exactly when these are good or bad. Um, even avocados, people have a hard time with avocados, but you, you can actually know when they're actually going a little bit too soft. Um, every fruit and veg has this little tips and tricks of knowing, um, also smelling. So, um, there are ways to learn, you know, there are online resources and other things that you can look up, ask a sighted family or friend member, uh, different ways. And just, um, just check your fruits and veggies before you put them in the cart. Um, so any questions up until this time, questions, comments? anything. So we're in the shopping phase of the discussion. We do have a hand. Um, Starry. Do Hello. Starry Williams. Hello. So I have two comments. No questions. My first comment is, yes, most definitely feel it, put it in the cart yourself. Because I recently went to get some barbecue sauce and I always buy the biggest of everything. And usually I get two of them and I did not steal the bottle of the barbecue sauce. So I am thinking it's one of those big, small bottles that you can hold in the palm of your hand. And yeah. Like those travel size. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like something you could, um, you know, hold in the palm of your hand, but not travel size. Big. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it turns out I bought two giant 
refillable things, the things you'd use oh. to refill those little bottles. So you always, always want to feel what you are getting before you put it in the basket. That is my first comment. And my second one is, uh, yes, I agree. There are definitely tips and tricks on knowing when things are uh, ripe or getting overripe when you touch them. Like uh, avocados and mangoes have a sort of very firm but gentle rubbery feel when you squeeze. They're not too soft. They're not too hard. That's when you know they're ripe. And apples, if you feel any soft spots on them, those are mm-hmm. brown you don't want to buy those. So yeah. Tricks. Definitely. And having them check the container. So if you're buying like grapes or strawberries, um, having them check the entire container all the way around because they're all clear containers and bags. They're always clear, um, typically. Always, always have them check. Like the spinach, the, the box of spinach, if you're buying like, say, baby, baby spinach or something or mushrooms, they're always clear. So always have them look to see if there's anything and ask them to shake it too, or you can shake it yourself and see, move the stuff that was in the sitting in the middle of the container, move it up a little bit or down that way they can see if something's in the middle, just rotting because it can look gorgeous on the outside, but there's a couple of fruit on the inside that could be a little bit icky. Right. So um, there are different things like that. Avocados are an interesting one. Uh, I learned that the, the if you squeeze the corner, the, the 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 point of the avocado, just squeeze it just a little bit, you can tell by the firmness or the softness uh, if it's ripe or not. So yeah, there are definitely things, and I guess the universal one is uh, if it's soft, too soft, or buy it. So um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anybody else? Yeah, we have our phone number starting in 805, ending in 703. Do you want to tell me who you are and say hi and ask whatever your question was? Okay, well, then in that case, Jewel. Okay. Hey, 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 everybody. Um, so I also um, had just a couple of comments. Oh, you're good. Yep. Go ahead. Like me. Okay. So it wasn't sure. Okay. Um. So um, as far as produce, a uh, tip. Um, if you have somebody cited who can show you, um, that you trust, have them show you an uh, an overripe one, a perfectly ripe one, and a, an underripe one. Um. Then you can get a feel for, you know, like for example, avocados. You know, the firmness that is perfect. Um, and then that will give you a good idea for the future. Um, avocados, I actually find that's the easiest one for me. But I eat yeah. an avocado every day. So <laughs> that would make a difference, I think. Just practice. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And then the other, the other tip I would ha- make is that if you use um, an app such as Seeing AI that has the barcode scanner, if, you know, if your, um, your assistant grab something that you're not quite sure it's what you were looking for. If you just do a quick barcode scan with the product channel on the same AI app, you can quickly check it's go. Oh yes, that is, or, Oh no, that's the wrong brand. Stuff like that. Exactly. Yep. Um, definitely. I I did forget about the app situation. Um, so it's so funny because 
a lot of my suggestions don't really revolve around the phone because I've been shopping independently like long before. A lot of us have been shopping long independently long before phones were a thing, cell phones were a thing. So um, definitely uh, taking your phone in for, you know, um, using seeing AI or using another type um, app um, is very, it's nice. Nice recommendation. You know, one of the ways that I learned how to um, tell veggies and fruits apart is a friend of mine happened, we happened to be picking up some fruits and veg at the store. And she actually just said, hey, do you know how to tell fruit and veg apart? Or if they're good or, 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 or ripe or overripe or whatever. I said, well, these and these, I'm not sure. And she actually went and found those items and we just stood there discussing it and it was a very open friendly non-judgmental discussion because even cider people need help with this sort of thing um so uh, definitely anybody else before we continue um story has her hand raised again hello hello i did have one tip um make sure you know like exactly what's available in the product that you want, not just the specific one that you want written down, but what are some alternatives that you would go for if they don't have exactly what you're looking for. And also um, do this for brands as well. So don't just stick to one brand, have some backup brands because I've gone to the store and there have been whole aisles that were empty of Uh-huh. Yeah. Make sure you have some other options. Seriously, no. Uh, I this is kind of a serious slash humorous thing that a lot I've spoken to people about this and they realize that they really favored their favorite toilet paper and didn't realize how much they favored it until their favorite toilet paper brand is gone. Um and and I'm like, well, there you go. That's when you have to sort of, you know, figure other stuff out, right? But um, it's kind of one of those things. So, yeah, definitely a good idea. Um, and if, if it's okay to be firm on your brand, um, but just know that you're not going to get it if you're firm on that. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Um, so... Um, next, next section at the cash register. Um, so before you get to the cash register, or even if it's a long line, um, make sure to go through your entire cart and compare it to your list. And keeping substitutions and missing items and stuff like that in your head, or even writing them down if, if you can. Um, however you prefer to do that, just check your cart. Um, we'd all like to think that people are, are very well-meaning, but I've heard and seen very sad situations where shopping assistants can do some pretty shady stuff. And um, just, just make sure that you, you check your list against what's in the cart. It's not only that or for shady stuff, but 
If you have your kids along, we all know, we've all done this and we've all seen this, uh, where the child in our lives, I don't have children, I have nieces and a nephew and and um, had younger friends. And let me tell you what, they can get sneaky when they want that candy. So um, I've had friends with kids tell me that they're at the shop at the cashier line and they realize that their kid added fruity pebbles to the cornflake cereal list. So, you know, um, that kind of thing. Just keep an eye on your cart. Um, once you're at the conveyor belt um, or at the countertop, load them up yourself. Um, if at all possible, because that's a second quality check, per se, um, of your items. Um, check them off against your list or against your whatever you have um, as you put them on the conveyor belt and to make sure that the cart is, the buggy is empty also. Um, especially since if you're like me, where you spread everything around you know some people don't put things in certain sections in the buggy so if a little spot is open i just squeeze it in there um so just put it on on the belt if you can or on the countertop um um it is recommended but not necessary or required to pay with the card um, these days we have Apple Pay uh, and other forms of using our phones. Go ahead and use those. And the reason why I say this is because um, cash is a little bit finicky. Um, we all know this where, you know, um, employees or other people try to take advantage of us and not give us a proper change. We... Um, you may not be aware of that. Uh, and obviously check, if you do use cash, check and change um, in any way that you know how to, to make sure. But this is why I recommend uh, a debit card or however, some kind of card or um, paying with Apple Pay or whatever other service that you might, know, uh, might prefer to use on your phone. Um, so, um, my next point is when you're at the store, at a store with, that doesn't have baggers or short-staffed, um, if at all possible, add the items, um, put them in the bags yourself, um, it can be really, really easy to just let somebody else do the work. Um, but if you have the mobility to do it and the skill, or at least, you know, have the energy to do it, um, I recommend bagging things yourself. Um, it's a last check of all your items to make sure that you purchase what you wanted to purchase. And you can put the bag in the, in the bags what you want um, so everything in um, any canned items go in a canned bag. If you have cold items, you can put them all together. 
Um, you can also choose, better choose what you prefer, um, paper or <clears throat> plastic. A lot of cities these days don't have, don't really offer plastic or they charge you more for them, but you have the right to choose your own bagging situation. So there are different reasons why if there's no bagger, go ahead and do it yourself and put them in the buggy yourself. If you're, if you're going to walk out to a car and can't carry it all yourself, um, that way you have full accountability and full awareness of what you purchased, because this is your money. Um, and you don't want to be um, careless with what you purchased, right? Um, especially it's holiday time. We all need very specific items for very specific recipes. And you don't want to go home and find out that um, you got an undersized bottle of barbecue when you wanted the massive resealable bottle. So you know what I mean. This is Teresa. Um, is it okay if I add something in here? Pardon me? It's Teresa. Is it okay if I add something in here? Oh, go for it. Absolutely. I just wanted it to expand a little bit on what you were just talking about. Um, you know, all the different steps to making sure you're getting what you're really wanting. You know, and then when if, if you go home with something you didn't want, there's not only the thing if you paid for something you didn't want, but then it's really tough to get it back to the store to re- Absolutely. Yes, it really is. If I mean, the equal effort that it took us to get to the store is the equal effort that it will take us to return to the store. (laughs) Right. Uh, So it's and for some of us that can. That can be very stressful. Um, even if we th- do have things like Uber and Lyft these days, they cost money. Um, and when you're budgeting, that can be very stressful. Um, so definitely. So that comes to the end. Uh, I would love to hear questions, comments, stories, experiences, uh cautionary but let's keep it as positive as possible this is a week of gratitude and and thankfulness and being able to even just go to the store again is a huge thing for us um so we got any hands Tori? we have story again i have questions this time one question is as a person who uses self-checkout and has no idea how to use things like Apple Pay and stuff, I use cards. So I usually juggle two cards when paying for things, and I usually have the shopper's assistant scan the barcodes uh, because it would be a hassle for me to figure out how to twist and turn the product to figure out where the barcode is. And so the person... Oh, you mean for like self-checkout? Yeah, and you self-checkout. That's how I started. I said, as a person who uses self-checkout. So my question then is, what is your advice for someone who uses a card, does not um, scan and bag their own items because they don't want to go through the 
the cashier line, would you prefer right. that? Uh, like, not prefer, but would you recommend that we go through the cashier line to make it more independent? Or because uh, what I do is, since I juggle two cards, uh, I don't need anyone to push the physical buttons for me. I need someone to push one on-screen touchscreen button for me that is so tiny I can't read it. And so uh, what is your recommendations for someone who does that, who needs the proper assistant to push this on-screen Right. Um, or uh, independent. What's your recommendation? Um, yeah, so... This is going to sound strange, but when you have touchscreen things, ask them to move your finger on the screen for you. There's an accountability factor that comes in. If you have just let them do all the pressing, there's no responsibility on their part. Does that make sense? Um, also, well, tell them what button I need them to press. Does that help? <laughs> Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but yeah, just ask them with my hand and my, you know, move my finger to press and then have them redo the screen. Before that, though, um, I recommend um, you have a buggy on your side and you they have no choice but to hand you, um, you have no choice but to hand them the items in the cart. You know what I'm saying? So oh, okay, that makes sense. It's a lot easier. You have more control over what they're, you know, scanning. Um, also, I don't um, like touching me. So yeah, wherever possible, main. I, the, I don't the, really. The yeah. Of going down, uh, move my hand. No, I, no, please don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> the. The biggest thing I wanted to talk about here is by by even just explaining how to shop independently is if you guys have noticed, I'm encouraging autonomy. Yes, this, that's this why whole I have entire process. process more autonomous. But yeah, it is it is difficult to maintain that autonomy. The checkout line, but even yeah. still, you still have that touchscreen thing if you're using cards. So, yeah, yeah, I I do it the same way at the self checkout and at the um, the cashier where um, before when I slid my card card into the card reader, which I don't do anymore unless I absolutely have to or there's no other way, right? Um, mm -hmm. I <clears throat> I had them move my finger and read me everything on the screen, all of it. That way, you're clear on what you're pressing. Um, and what you're pressing yes or no to and amounts and other things, right? So, um, yeah. And and the hand-holding thing is kind of icky, um, even for me, but that's, that's one thing that I kind of had to get over myself on. But if that's something that you're firm on, then, yeah. Just I also gauge the energy of the shopper. Uh, shopping assistant. Um, if they strike me as somebody who's willing to assist me, who's open-minded, I'm more likely to use something like self-checkout. But if they strike me as somebody who's not very experienced and a little bit, you know, difficult to communicate with, they're 
the energy is wrong. I know it sounds weird, but you know, there's those little things, right? We oh, all know that. You, know. you can yeah. tell if the person is tired or frustrated or hard to work yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. They will barely talk to you if they don't talk loud enough for you to hear while you're shopping. How it's gonna be at the end. Those are things. Yeah. So a lot of factors when it does come into play, I just suck it up and use a cashier line. Because this is less stressful for me in the end. But yeah, there you go. Hope that helps. Thank you so much. I forgot my other question. So let's go on. Okay, next we have Sharon. Hello. Hi. Um, I have had the awkward situation a couple of times of having an assistant who really could not read. And it wasn't because of lack of English. It was just that they couldn't read. And I have felt awkward because I didn't know whether their employer knew that they couldn't read. Um, and I didn't want to say that out loud. I, it, it was just really awkward, but I just couldn't work with them because they weren't able to read labels or anything. Right. And I just, I just wonder if anybody's had that situation and what you've done. Because it was, I felt bad. I felt worse for them than I did for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, honest, this has happened to me several times. Um, that and, you know, and you, they, they, some, some people, they can work around it, right? Like, they'll tell you, you know, I have a hard time reading. I'm dyslexic or something. And, but if you're willing to work on a method, like say, I mean, this is, this is just pure ideas, right? Cause any circumstance can be happening. Sure. Um, you don't mind them working for, with you and they seem helpful, but they can't read. So you have to determine for yourself, if you're willing for them to ask people around you for help, which is not always the best idea or, uh, and kind of defeats the purpose of having a, a shopper. Uh, shopping assistant, or just going back to customer service or management and saying, look, I have no problems with this person. And this is what I've done in the past myself. Maybe somebody else has done something else, but I've gone to them and said, hey, I have no problem against this person. I have no issue with them. The thing is that they can't read and I'm blind. Right, right. And and that's because at that point, even though you feel terrible for them, you need your groceries. You need you're there for a reason. You don't want to, especially if you're doing something like paratransit to get to the store, you don't have time to be right. playing around. So it's I think what's happened a few times is that um it'll be somebody maybe with a developmental disability. Right. And they can they can read enough to like maybe stock a shelf but not enough to read, really read. And they probably have learned to accommodate to what they can do. And um, I've, I've had a couple of times where the customer service person has been a little indignant with me, like, well, they can read, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, um, not really. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's a very awkward situation. Yeah. It really is. It's not comfortable for anyone. And I've had those types of assistance too. And 
one of the times I just worked with him and figured out exactly, you know, we worked together, but it took longer. Um, sure, so sure. if you're on a time crunch, then, then that's not exactly ideal. Um, and, and one argument that you can use to management or whatever is saying, look, I'm on a time crunch. And although I, if I had all the time in the world, I can, we can, him and I or her and I can work together, but this isn't feasible right now. The longer I'm here, the more, you know, just show them that you're human. Like I've got to go feed yeah. my family, you know, or you know, don't be too specific, but just say little things to help them understand that just because you're blind doesn't mean that you have all day because um, your time matters and your money matters too. Your, green, your money is just as green as theirs. Um, so yeah. you're breaking um, up a little bit, I'm afraid, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I hope that helps. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. We have five of our hands, and I'm going to go for people who have not yet spoken. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So next up is Lauren. Hello. Um, yes. When my printer was out of ink, I hand wrote my list and somebody was having trouble with the word and I'd say, can you spell it? And if they start spelling the word, then you kind of sort of almost right away know what they, what, what you wrote down. So, um, for, for those who know their alphabet but can't read, ask them to spell it and then and then once you let them know what it is they can feel good about themselves too absolutely and that's all yeah i, I like encouraging people as if we're working together Alexa, uh, oh go ahead no i was turning alexa off <laughs> oh yeah um i really like encouraging like if they're doing a great job, encourage them. If they're not doing such a great job, still be kind. I, I know, like, I know it sounds obvious to say, but these, their jobs aren't exactly ideal either. You know, um, they're on their feet for six to eight hours a day, um, and and dealing with other customers who are, may not be as polite. Um, and these days, it's the holidays. People, although, you know, we'd like to hope that everybody would be kind, there are a lot of short tempers going around in the world these days. So being kind and even with our criticism um, can help a lot and ease the way um, for better communication and they have a learning experience. Okay, next. William. Hi, William. Hello, Hiel. Great job on the presentation. Yeah, Great to hear your you. voice as well. Um, so I was actually in Target today, and I had a really good customer service uh, shopper help me find the item that I was looking for. And then I went to Starbucks, and the people in Starbucks in that Target location were very, very helpful, and uh, I had really good assistance. So even when assistance, w even when the 
customer service person is not doing a good job, uh, you know, still give them praise. Um, I will oh. oftentimes I will interact with the customer service person and give them tips, you know, always be as verbal as possible. You know, um, is this your first time interacting with someone with, with a visual impairment or someone who is blind? Oh, yes. Well, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you very much. You know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. you know, I always like to engage and interact with, with people. Absolutely. So that's I, my that's, take on it. Thank you, William. I, you brought up something really, I, I can meet no stranger. William knows this. A lot of people. Teresa oh, yes, it. absolutely. Uh, and, and so I love making conversation, learning about them, just connecting with them. Sometimes it's not possible because it will be a time crunch or you're really, you're really busy getting your groceries or the items that you need. But um, just asking a personable question goes a long way. Sometimes they're just really nervous. And when you say, hey, so are you having a good day? And they're like, okay and like really so you know just just kind of getting them out of their shell a little bit and making them sort of like realize hey uh this person's actually trying to engage with me or oh they're they're not so bad after all um but yeah stores that are target are kind of cool because everybody all the employees have walkie talkies so and they have a database um so if you can't find something they can usually ask somebody who knows. And um, so that's one cool thing about Target. Thank you so much, William. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, next is Jan. Hello. Well, hello. Thank you for this today. I wanted to uh, go back to the gal that was talking about, you know, having uh, assistants that you cannot read or, you know, that that are struggling in that way. I, I've had uh, situations like that too. And what I've done is I've just discre- discreetly gone to the manager and basically said, I would never say like, oh, this person can't read because you, you don't, you really don't want to point them out. I'll say something like, oh, you know, I so appreciate, you know, you setting me up with somebody, it, you know, they're really having a hard time finding, you know, the items that I need, you know, could you possibly, yeah. you know, give me somebody else, you know, just do it a little bit more. I, I guess uh, uh, not quite as specific is, is usually the way I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Being respectful and tactful goes a long way. Um, it will more likely get you what you want. Right. Um, right. Right. But you thank them profusely for like, Oh, I so appreciate the service. It's just that this poor person, you know, they're having a hard time finding stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it, this is a really sensitive subject, and this is why is uh, earlier I did say, you know, if you have any specific needs from your shopping assistant, it's very clear. You make it very clear at the very beginning, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if something does happen later, you you have that little, hey, I told you guys, said, uh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, you have that little bit mm-hmm. of oomph power uh, of, of words that... You, you held them, account- you try to give them the accountability, but they didn't hold up to it. So, right, um, right. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, next we have Starry back. So, I want awesome. to comment on if you get a shopper's assistant who can't read. Earlier, it was mentioned bringing a sample 
of the product that you're, that you're looking for, like an empty bottle or an empty box in a backpack. Or if you have someone who can take a picture of what you're looking for, that would help. Uh, I know that Walmart has an app, just for an example, that you can make lists. And if you put these items in this list, then they will have pictures with them. And so that would be good for someone who couldn't read it to recognize the item from the picture. Or um, if you don't have samples and you don't have a list on an app with pictures or you don't have pictures with you, you it would be good for you to know what the item looks like yourself because you might be able to describe what you're looking for like uh the sauce is dark brown with a white label and on the top of the white label it's a uh a blue stripe you know something like right. that yeah definitely yeah that's definitely one suggestion i made before like um, before you even get to the store, when you're preparing your list, definitely get any items, I mean, um, that you can possibly carry in a backpack, preferably a backpack. They're really handy and they're very roomy. Um, just put in things that are especially important to you. Um, if it's something in a bag, you can definitely cut off one side of the bag and just keep a, a sheet, per se. Um, these days... If you have time, you can do Amazon too. Amazon has pictures of items um, sometimes, depending on the item. Uh, I've done that too. Uh, yeah, there are different there are different ways to get get what you need. It's just sometimes being thinking um, quite a bit out of the box. But we're blind and visually impaired. We're pretty talented at this, right? So thinking out of the box. Um, about two minutes till uh, we get Miss Teresa to do our announcements. So do, uh, just quickly, do, does anybody have any questions or comments? Lastly? We do have a couple of, a couple more hands. Okay. Um, one who's, uh, well, technically two who's spoken before, Kastari, but her hand back up and one who has not. You want to take the one who hasn't and leave it at that? Uh, the one has not. Yeah. E.G. White. Hello. Hello. Uh, how are y'all? I had two comments. One was, um, I am, I am, I have um, ambulatory vision, but I still have a limited vision. And I was sh shopping, and I bought some what I thought were very nicely cut up um, strawberries in a package, and got home and have everything put away. And next day, I'm looking for the strawberries, and I tell my son, "What what happened to the strawberries I bought last night at the store?" He says, Dad, you didn't buy any strawberries. I said, yes, I did. I bought strawberries. He said, you mean these tomatoes? These little cherry tomatoes? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, just, it, it, anyway, your eyes play tricks on you. The other thing I was going to just say, um, if you have someone who you trust, um, I we, we've started doing quite, a, for, during the pandemic, we started doing curbside pickup where you go online. If you have someone who can work with you online, and yeah. place your order online, and then you just go and do curbside pickup, and they do all the picking, and there's no there's no issue in the store. So, yeah, that's definitely one way if it's possible. You can even do a curbside pickup in in rideshare, like Uber or Lyft or whatever. Um, it's just about timing and hoping that the story has their act together. But yeah, no things like 
Um, things like tomatoes and strawberries and that kind of thing, you can actually open a container um, and check. Um, I know it sounds gross, but this is why you wash your veggies too, because other people do this too. Uh, even cider people, they open the, the egg containers and, and other containers to see, you know, if there are any broken ones. And my mom has actually opened containers to see if there's everything good. They look good on the outside, but what about that middle bit of fruit or whatever so yeah feel free to just if it's an openable container that won't ruin like if you know won't get damaged while you open it go ahead open it like the eggs uh the strawberry container the the uh, the tomatoes yeah um like i said this is why you wash your veg before you do anything with them so um we'll take that last one just make it really quick make it very quick jewel yeah i just had something really fast um another way to do if you have someone who can't read for pictures is just make an album and then just leave it in there for your most common items and have a picture album in your photos app and then just label them which you can do with voiceover so yeah, how even family or friends can give them a project um, to to help you if they want to do something for you. But yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I wanted to thank, want to thank all of you seriously for being here uh, on uh, Wednesday and taking the time out of your day to listen, to suggest, to all the things. And I hope that I have given you guys tools to so that you may shop more autonomously in person and and all the good things. So I will move it over to Teresa. She has a joke and mm-hmm. other things she'd like to tell you guys. All righty then. Hi, all. You did a great job. You always do. <laughs> um, Thank so you. if anybody would like uh, notes from this, uh, post-session notes, we call them, I'll give the contact information in a second. Um, there's a couple of upcoming events at Hull Park. December 13th through the uh, 16th is a winter holiday, and that's what I'm told is like a three-day Christmas party. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun. January 17th through 19th is the beginning site uh, loss uh, seminar. And February 5th through the 11th is a winter retreat, which is a week long of doing really fun stuff like going snowshoeing and um, I think maybe some snow hiking. They do different things, but that's a week long and people do come from all across the country to go to that one few upcoming zoom things again um, not all of the whole calls are on the acb community calls and if you would like to get on the email list to find out about all the whole calls i will give the phone number in a minute you can call and um, get on that email list and it's it just comes out once a week so it's not a high traffic list at all so next tuesday in the afternoon i'm going to be doing one called gratitude the holy grail of abundance and prosperity Tuesday evening is the Chat Cafe, which I also uh, do that one. That one's very relaxed, just a lot of fun. Our contact information, and then I'm going to give a, a, a point to ponder and a really quick little joke. So get your groaners ready because they're always groaners. Okay, the, the park number is 
503-668-6195. Again, it's 503-668-6195. Okay, point to ponder. The key to success is to focus on goals, not obstacles. That is an unknown quote. Um, here's the joke. Now get your groaners ready because here we go. What has ears but cannot hear? Field of corn. Of course <laughs> corny. it's corn. Corny. corny. <laughs> thank Grown. you all for coming very much. And I want to thank Deb Cook Lewis for being our streamer and Twinkling Tori for being our Zoom host. You guys are awesome. Everybody have really great Thanksgiving tomorrow.